Let's go Vikings! Let's go Vikings! 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 Uh 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 uh. Yes, Simba Ali, the Minnesota Vikings official good luck charm. Yeah, it's me. It's I, that guy, the one and only. Now, don't be mad at me, everybody. All you podcasters out there who are scared to say certain things, who just go with the flow, you guys don't know how to shake things up, right? Here on GSPN, we shake things up. I speak for the people. When I go to the supermarkets, when I go to Lifetime Fitness, when I'm out in the streets of Minnesota moving around and I'm talking to people and I'm saying, you know, when I meet people and I'm out and I'm talking, I'm a boisterous, I'm an outgoing extrovert person. I say, F Kirk Cousins. I don't want to cuss too early because I'm trying to get this thing monetized. Once you understand algorithm monetization, you watch your mouth a little bit more. So when I'm out in Minnesota, Minneapolis, the Twin Cities, Purple Pride, ski you, <laughs> ski you, to <laughs> quote Sexy Red. Yeah, when I'm out, I tell people, man, F Kirk Cousins. And they agree. But they just don't know why. They're like, what are we going to do? We don't know who's on the bench. I'm like, hey, man, you can't be scared. Yeah, I'm that leader that makes sure that my people kill, eat, swim, whatever we have to do to get to the next island. Because fear is not an option. For some people, fear means forget everything and run. But over here on GSPN, it means face everything and rise. And that's what I did as a fan. I rose and I said I want a new, young, dual threat quarterback. And we have won five, baby. Yes, them three that Kirk, that doesn't matter. We're talking about the last two, baby. Yes, the Minnesota Vikings just officially beat the Saints, the Kaints, the Aints, the Never Shouldves, the Bounty Gates. Remember, they did Bounty Gate on us. Yeah, that's payback. That's a little bit of thing we call payback, to quote the great, late James Brown. Payback. I want revenge. And we got it. Tonight, we beat the Kaints, the Saints, the Aints, kicked them in the ass at home. Hit the horn. Yeah, baby. Kick their ass. Now, it got a little bit dicey at the end, right? At the end, everybody started to panic. I was looking at my tweets. I got my phone right here, and I'm looking at my tweets, and people are talking about, oh, here go the Vikings. We're going to blow it. I was like, uh-uh, because that's a whole different captain steering the ship. <laughs> you know what I mean? The guy that crashed the Titanic, he should never be allowed to, to steer anything again. He's probably at the bottom of the ocean. But nonetheless, we can't blame the next captain on the new ship on him. No, this is a new captain. This is a rocket science. I agree. I was a little bit naive to it when – Everybody kept saying he's a rocket scientist. I went racial. I agree. He's smarter than the average black person. I'm going to agree. I'm going to say what white people can't say. Yep, he makes better decisions than the average black person. Yep, he does. He, he does. God, Dobbs look great. Even when he faces adversity because he got sacked a couple times, he still rises. Face everything and rise. So it got a little bit dicey, didn't it? Minnesota Vikings, you guys are with this. Hey, K-Fan, you guys should be rocking with me. KDWB, 89.9. All of the media outlets, who are you talking to? Who is your hip-hop, you know, the, who is the person speaking about sports from a hip-hop and a cultural aspect who knows it, who's from the city? Not from Chicago, not from someplace, Indiana, Milwaukee, no, none of the surrounding states. I was born in Hennepin County Hospital, right? I was born right next door to where the new Viking Stadium and where the Metrodome used to be. I was born there. I used to sneak into the Metrodome. Shout out to the guard that used to let us go in and sneak and watch Vikings games when I was a little bitty boy. This is real! This is real!
This isn't playing games. This is Vikings. I'm back, baby. And I'm about to have the whole new Vikings. The black Viking sweaters are on the way. So the next time the Vikings play, I'm going to have my Vikings, my black Viking sweater. Yeah, buddy. So anyway, it was getting a little bit shaky. I was looking at my phone. The Saints were, <laughs> you thought they was going to come back. I didn't. I made a beautiful tweet. I'm going to put it up right there. Can you please put my tweet up? Hey, will y'all stop fucking around? Hey, everybody, we working. Let's go. We're working. GSPN. Put, thank you. God, well, put my tweet up there. Put it up there. I don't see it there. That's, sorry. Okay, there it is. That's my tweet. I tweeted that minutes. I tweeted this tweet that I'm putting up right here. Minutes! Before the Vikings got two back-to-back -back turnovers. Everybody else was like, oh, we're going to fumble it. They were crying about the whole, oh, here we go. Not me. I stuck my chin up. I stuck my chest out. And I grabbed my dick. Ha! And I said, we're about to, I ain't tripping. This is a whole new quarterback. If Kirk Cousins was driving the car, then I'd say, yeah, we're lost. He, he's asked where we're going too many times. He looks lost. And I'd be scared. Not with the rocket scientists. This motherfucker can fly rocket ships. He can fly rocket ships. This is easy money. And that's what he did. Got us out of it. But our defense stepped up. I love the play calling. I love the play calling that the head coach for the Minnesota Vikings is doing. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's aggressive. It's a young, it's kind of, it's new, you know, it's innovative. I love it. I love it. Our quarterback, our, our coach, our defense, we're moving as one freaking unit. And I love it. Don't talk to me. Listen, he said the, he said the Timberwolves, but my homeboys, I got a couple guys in here. We sit in here, you know, they just sit and watch the show. He said Timberwolves, <laughs> Timberwolves. Actually, the Timberwolves are doing pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Timberwolves are doing pretty good. I think Anthony Edwards might be the MVP. I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm just feeling bold. I'm just making bold statements. I'm going to go play the lottery today. I'm just feeling bold because I'm calling things. I'm predicting. Somebody, one of my people on Twitter was like, where's your spaceship at, bro? I got it. I just want to see it. <laughs> Shouts out to my people on the Instagram and the Twitter, man. They said, where that spaceship at, man? I know you got a time machine. I just want to see it. <laughs> But I'm making another prediction. I'm thinking that Anthony Edwards, barring that he doesn't get injured, he should be the MVP this year. He's a great player. I do not think that the Minnesota Timberwolves are a real threat as long as we got. You know how I said we need to get rid of Kirk Cousins? Well, in the Minnesota Timberwolves, we got to get past this. We got to get out of this um, Carl Anthony Towns thing. It needs to be Anthony Edwards and somebody else. Carl Anthony Towns, he's too big, too slow-footed, too slow. He'll win us a game. He's kind of like Anthony Wiggins. I mean, Andrew Wiggins. So it's kind of like Andrew Wiggins. He has a good game, but then he won't. It's not consistent. It's not something you can just constantly say. Anthony Edwards is co constant. That black, slave-blooded Negro with athletic abilities of a sharecropper that can run, jump, and fly. Yeah, every night he's going to give you 25-plus buckets. He's going to give you 25-plus points. The big Sasquatch, mixed breed, Puerto Rican half, big-jawed weirdo. I don't know about him, man. Big softy, the guy that that the guy that Jimmy Butler punked. I don't know. Once you get punked, I gotta see you fight before I can, you know. And I can't say that once you get punked, you're always a punk because I used to get punked. Mike Tyson got punked. You can get punked and then fuck it. I just gotta see you fight before I can give you that credit. So before I can give the credit to the Minnesota Timberwolves, I trust one half of them. I trust Robin, and Robin is Batman. I don't trust Carl Anthony Towns. No. So we're on Vikings. This is Vikings. So the Vikings won. Great job, Vikings. Great job. Great job. Hit the applause for the Vikings. Great job. Proud of my Vikings. Defense, offense, calling, play calls. Everything just looked beautiful. We look beautiful. GSPN, baby.
Uh, what else is, how's everybody out there doing? Um, I hope you're having a good week. We are sliding right into, it's the weekend, so I'm just picking the episodes. I'm just picking the segments that we're going to do today. Sometimes I might give you all the segments. Sometimes I might give you two. Who knows, you know, but you're going to definitely get some segments. So, um, GSPN is so fun. I love GSPN. I love segments. I have just a creative brain. You know what I mean? Who knows how, how many more segments I might come up with, but those are the basics for right now. Um, let's slide into some gladiator school, man. We had a UFC fight 295, man. We got to get into some gladiator school, baby. What the hell happened? I didn't see the gladiator school, man. That was that. I didn't like that at all, man. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know. Maybe it's coming in there. It didn't come in there. I might have to put it on myself. But yeah, uh, Gladiator School Podcast, UFC 295. Did you guys enjoy it? Did you guys get to see it? Man, Alex, it is funny to hear Chael Sonnen, to hear Chael Sonnen mispronounce cultural names. He's like, I can't say, Alex, I can't do it. I can't. It's like this. Let me do it for you. That's what we do on Gladiator School Podcast, GSP. It was Alex Pajera. That's how you say it, Chael Sonnen. Alex Pajera. <laughs> Versus, uh, what was the white samurai? I don't know. I, didn't, I really don't like this guy with the white samurai. Tom Cruise already did the white samurai, and it just rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> white samurai. Stop, man. Be something else. Viking or something. What's the it? Prohaska? Prohaska. Thank you. Thank you. Prohaska. You a Prohaska? <laughs> this nigga Prohaska. He got his ass knocked out by Alex Pajera. Nigga, this nigga over here, y'all should have heard him. He's over here talking about, pro. what's his first name? If you know so much about him, what's his first name? Oh, okay. Yuri Prohaska. Yuri Prohaska got his ass mecca like a hiney hoe by that motherfucking real live Mayan Aztec warrior. <laughs> Alex Porton Pajera is a fucking Aztec warrior. Hey, you see when he come out, Aztec warrior. Yeah, motherfucker, what you talking about? Got his ass mecha like a hiney hoe, nigga. Yuri Prohaska, you're, is that who you like? Your guy got his ass mecha like a hiney hoe. Knocked out. I, he was getting his leg kicked, and that was a problem. But he kind of, he he got through that, right? He kind of got through that a little bit. He, he switched the leg stances, but uh, it, was, it was a good fight, all in all, to be honest with you, because I got to see Alex um, Pareda. Uh, scramble. I got to see him do a little bit of wrestling and getting back up to his feet. That's the key. Is he able to get back up to his feet? So, wow, man, he has definitely made a leaps. He's made leaps, jumps, and bounds in a short amount of time in one calendar year. This motherfucker has got the middleweight championship, and he's now got the fucking light heavyweight championship. Is he better than Israel Adesanya? See how I said that name, too? Chael Sonnen can't say that as fluid as me. He can't say Alex Pajera. Poatan, and he can't say Israel Adesonia like I did. But let's ask the question. Let's get to the realness. This is Gladiator School podcast. This isn't Chael Sonnen. This isn't Bloody Elbow. This isn't MMA Junkie. This isn't DC Cormier. This isn't Michael Bisping. This is from the streets, baby. This yeah, this is backyard. This is in the back. This is Kimbo Slice. This is Kimbo Slice version of UFC MMA. We talk it from the street level. Is Alex Pajera? Better than Israel Adesanya. 
I'm, I'm just saying, we got to have the conversation. And what, what? I'm just saying, we got to have a conversation, nigga. I'm, I'm not trying to say he is or he isn't. I'm just saying it's time for the conversation because he's beaten Alec, He's beaten Israel, what, four times? He's beaten Israel, what, three, four times in his life since they've been around each other. I'm just talking about in combat. I don't know. I'm talking about mixing all together. Since we fought, since me and you have meeting and fought, what's our record, dude? You beat me once, I beat you four times. Stop, man. Stop it, man. I jump up. I make a quicker jump to the belt than you did. Stop it, man. I don't want to hear, oh, because I don't care about because. Did he do it or did he not do it? Did Alex Pereira get to the middleweight belt faster than Israel Adesanya? Yes. Did he beat Israel Adesanya in the pursuit in the pursuit of getting his belt? Yes. Did Israel Adesanya try to go to lightweight and fight? Yes. Who did he try to fight? Ian Blakovich. Who won? Ian Blakovich. And then he went back. And then Israel Adesanya had to jump back to middleweight. Okay. What happened when Alex Poitain Pereira tried to jump up to light um, heavyweight? He won. Oh. To get there, who did he beat to get the heavy before he was able to get the light heavyweight fight? Who did Alex Pereira have to beat to get that fight? He beat the same guy that Israel Desanya couldn't beat. Oh shit, man. Well, you know, either either UFC mathematics is wrong or UFC mathematics is right. But if UFC mathematics is right, Alex Poetan is better than Israel Desanya, man. And that's not to say how good Israel is. We talk about that in another day. I told you guys I feel a certain way about Izzy from watching him fight. Is he a great marketer? He's a great marketer. Great showman. But when it comes to fighting, he needs certain things. He's not an engager. He's a counterpuncher. And he survives off counterpuncher. That's how he makes his bones. So anyway, but we'll talk about Izzy later. But is Alex better than Izzy? Yes, he is. He is. He has a better MMA career. I don't know who's the actual better fighter. Like you can use their record. He beat his ass four times. He beat his ass one time. <laughs> you can use that. But either way it goes. But when I'm looking at papers here, motherfucker, A and B. A got seven. B got five. But B, I don't give a fuck. He got five, man. What are we talking about? Are we talking about something else other than who got more? What are you talking about? I think it is. So here on Gladiator School Podcast, we are definitely saying that Alex Poitain, Pereira, he's better than Israel Desson. So now where does that lead us, though? So now that, um, and did you guys see the, the fight between the big men, the heavyweights, right? Tom Aspinall fucking knocked out Sergey Paklovich. Holy shit, man. Knocked out the big Russian, man. I thought that Russian was going to knock Tom Aspinall out because Tom Aspinall, he's big, but he's more fluid and he has kind of a playful demeanor. Right. And the Russian was looking like if he dies, he dies. <laughs> My Sergey. Hey, hey. Right. Rocky. Right. Right. The Serge Russian. If he dies, he dies. Oh, shit. Tom might be playing a little bit too much. Nick. But Tom, he got clipped. First thing. Boom. Sergey clipped him. Tom took it on the chin, started to roll. And then, man, put the Minx jacket on him. Man. Put that Minx on him. Mink, 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 mink. Whenever I say put the Minx coat on him, that's what I mean. He put the Minx coat on him. Mink, mink, mink. <laughs> got him on out here. So now Tom Aspinall is the um, interim champion. What is who does he fight? Does he fight John Jones? When John Jones comes back, I think that he should fight. Uh, who's the guy? Stipe Miocic. Let's get them in the let's get them in the octagon. Settle that, and that'll give John enough time to come back and then settle his dispute, and then he can retire. Because I think Tom Aspinall will win. It's the perfect way to do it, right? I'm Dana White. I'm in the war room with Dana White. 
Dana White and Hunter Campbell. Look, it's a perfect way to go, guys. Right. We want to do Tom Aspinall versus um, Stipe Miocic. He's going to beat the fuck out of Stipe Miocic. Stipe Miocic already has retirement on his mind. You don't have retirement on your mind in anything. Come back and win. When you've actually signed the thing and said, this is my last fight, then let me go and get your ass out of here. That's why fighters are usually careful about doing that. So anyway, he's going to get Stipe Miocic out of here. Bye. He retires. Great. He gets to go into the Hall of Fame. Next, John Jones heals up, comes back. John Jones fights, whatever happens. Then John Jones, we think that Tom Aspinall should get the job. The fact that he just put Paklovich out with a Minks coat shows that he has the hand capability to strike with these heavyweights. He's fast. He can move. Um, he's a, He can wrestle. He's a big guy, so he's not going to be afraid to wrestle John Jones. He gets John Jones out of there. John Jones retire. We got a new English heavyweight champion, and our marketing machine is ready to go. Michael Bisping got big watches and a whole new fucking great Britain mansion that we can do interviews in. Yeah, I'm talking about this. Oh, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be tea and London crumpets all over the floor. But the road is set there perfectly, so I'm interested. I'm in it. Like I said, that's the thing. That's the difference about um, what Chael Sonnen does over there at um, Bad Guy Inc. and what I like to do over here at um, Gladiator School Podcast. We get involved in the stories. Right. The X's and O's and the fighting and the elbows and the I like to get into the stories of the fighters and tell the stories of the fights. You know, that's what I like. And if you don't have a story, then I'm pretty probably not interested, which means the streets, the backyards where Kimbo Slice fights at Jorge Masvidal likes to threaten Colby Covington not to come. <laughs> right. The places where Kimbo Slice fights at and Jorge Gamebred Masvidal tells Colby Covington, you bet not never. You know what I'm saying? That's who I speak for, those people. This is Gladiator School Podcast, baby. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. All right, all right, all right, all right. Y'all want to do a little bit of surfing? Y'all want to do a little bit of surfing before we get out of here? Let's do a little bit of surfing. A little bit of surfing, a little bit of surfing, where's my shirt, a little bit of surfing, let's get it, skip it, yeah, just to show y'all by the way, just to show y'all by the way, y'all don't believe me. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want y'all to see. I want you to look me in my eyes. I want you to look me in my eyes. Guys, see that? That's me. Yeah, that's me right there. Read it. Read it and weep, you creeps. Read it and weep, creeps. Read it and weep, you creeps. This is Twitter, please, by the way. Hold on, hold on. I don't think we even introduced Twitter, please, the correct way. Do I got my Twitter, please? I didn't put Twitter, please, on there, man. I'm slipping, Jack. I ain't put Twitter, please, on there. Oh, man, I suck, dude. I suck. Is this it? Please on there. That's fucked up. That's okay. We in Twitter, please, just for y'all to don't know. And I didn't change the captions. Slipping. I gotta get my shit together, brother. 
Gotta get my shit together. Twitter, please. Yeah, this is Twitter, please, man. So I just want y'all to know, y'all can see right there that I said that. All right, let's keep going. On and on and on and on. Let's keep going. What is going on here? What is going on here? Benzino calls out Busta Rhymes for doing a music video with Coyle Ray. Don't do no video with my daughter half fucking naked. <laughs> Was he booking naked? Dennis! Showing a public ass. They don't be doing my fucking <laughs> That nigga Benzino said Buster Rhymes. Tennis! Don't be doing no fucking video with my daughter showing your public ass. Nigga, what are you talking about, nigga? What are you talking about, nigga? That's dad shit. Uh, nigga, I did. It's dad shit. I'm sure that Buster Rhymes probably just lasts. That's dad. What the fuck else you think? If I had a daughter, nigga, I'd say the same thing, nigga. My bad, nigga. I should have kept my fucking shirt on, nigga. What's wrong with this nigga, man? What's wrong with this nigga, man? Let's see what's wrong with this nigga, G Herbo. What's wrong, Herbo? Herbo be taking shit too personal. PSA, that's a public service announcement. For the simple fact that I don't be having nobody name in my... If you have my name in your mouth, talking to another party, a person, I hope you able to back it up. And I hope you tough, way tougher than me. Because if I hear it, I'm going to slap the fuck out. Oh, this nigga's upset, man. Man. Is this nigga upset? This nigga up here, G Herbo. Is he mad because Chris Brown was on with Funny Marco? And it's jokes, my nigga. Niggas can't even joke with you, niggas. Well, I tell you, niggas is so tough. But you know who could joke with G Herbo? Put him in a room full of Jewish billionaires and watch how niggas sense of humor. The niggas, that's what gets me upset. Is you can put these tough guys, the niggas that terrorize our neighborhood and tell us we can't have jokes and it, it got, everything got to be real and street. Put these niggas in a military atmosphere, right? If you're so tough and you like to shoot guns. You niggas like to shoot guns and you're so tough. Here, I'm going to bring you to Desert Storm, Iraq. Oh, you want to come home now, huh? Hey, you can get some great skills, great money over there. Why don't you want to go over there? Oh, you don't want to shoot when somebody's shooting back at you. Got it. Okay. And what about the other tough guys, nigga? You niggas, put them in a room full of Jewish owners, basketball player, billionaire, team owners, and watch how these niggas' teeth get to coming out. Put them on boats with Robert Kraft and shit. And yeah, you know I mean, and watch these niggas' teeth just get to, oh, I didn't know you could smile so much, nigga. That's what bothers me, nigga. That's why I say I don't listen to these stupid niggas when it comes to their street ideologies. Niggas suck my dick, bitch. You niggas is some hoe-ass niggas, man. Let's keep going. I'm not even going to listen to G Herbo because it's going to get me upset. It's going to get me mad listening to G Herbo. Hey, man, I'm so glad that Rollo's clearing it up, man, because I ain't going to lie. When, when free uh, Rollo just got out. Um... Yeah, 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 yeah. Rollo just got out, and I'm glad he said, man, I ain't, man, we ain't tripping on that, man. I ain't tripping on no, nobody, man. I'm not getting out of jail trying to start no beef. I was just speaking my mind. Niggas want to take shit to run. He's beefing with Yo Gotti. I, I, I did. <laughs> and I want to thank little Baby. Thank little Baby. Fuck me up. I want to thank Lil Dirt for sending me 40,000. Uh, <clears> OCL. <throat> I want to thank 21 Fab for sending me another 40,000. Saw the game fell. I want to thank Money Man for sending me 10,000. Black Sir. Yeah, I thought he was finna get on CMG in the mask. 
bro got out of jail and said some shit. And I was like, oh, he finna get on seeing them G and yo got the ass. But he cleared it up. He, and then here you can hear him shouting niggas out saying thank you. And I like that, that he's going to say that. Yeah, niggas is, you in the fan and niggas is throwing you 20, man. Niggas is throwing you 20,000, 10,000, 30,000. Yeah, man, niggas is over. Shout out on the quick song. No doubt. Glad Rallo's free. Good job. Let's keep going. Stay free, my nigga. Stay free. Uh, this chain snatching shit. I don't know about this chain snatching shit. I'm going to switch the camera angle on this. I don't know if I like this camera angle on Twitter, please. I don't know if I like this one. I might like, I don't know if I like this one. It's this one. This is what we like on Twitter, please, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd rather fuck around here. Fuck around with no other bullshit. Uh -uh. Yeah, get back on there, man. My logo back on there, man. What's going on? All right, yeah, yeah. I don't know about this Drewski chain snatching shit. This shit seems false to me. I don't like it. Nigga, fading. What these streamers do, Kai Sinat's putting himself in prison. It seems like the new thing is like with content creators is doing stupid antics. Like how can you almost get yourself killed or how can you do something that's just so stupid that people are going to be talking about it? That's either stupid or pointless or I don't know. It seems like that's the new thing for these fucking new content creators. You know what I mean? Young Dolph. Hey, Max Bigavale, Max Bigavale. What up, though? Max Bigavelli, man. Look at Bigavelli, man. What's Bigavelli talking about, man? Tanner, happy birthday, beloved. Just shout you out. But you about 39. Ha! <laughs> Uncle Shannon Sharp. Hey, man. <laughs> that nigga them Black and Miles and Hennessy. He didn't act them Black and Miles and Hennessy. He said, no, I need a center. I look at girl's face like, damn, she thought she was finna get, she thought she was finna talk to Shannon Sharp. She got Shay Shay. Yeah, bitch, you ain't never met Shay Shay before. Yeah, you must only seen Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp, who's Shannon Sharp? Shannon Sharp's the nigga on ESPN first take with Stephen A. Smith. Shannon Sharp is the nigga that played football for the Denver Broncos and the Ravens. Shannon Sharp is the nigga that used to sit on uh, co-host with Skip Bayless on um they show. That's Shannon Sharp. Bitch, this Shay Shay. <laughs> Send me Miss Nasty B. What her name was? Oh, what did you say? I would need an umbrella. Miss Nasty B. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Frank the tape. I don't want nobody walking in the straight now. No, nah, nah, I want a center. That's what I'm looking for. Think about you on that private jet with Yvonne mm -hmm. and y'all going over the word. Going on to your next destination. Y'all having prayer yeah. and Bible study together. You need a you need a woman like that in your life. Yeah. Give me Miss Nasty B. I have the Bible right there by my bed. <laughs> Lord, forgive me for what I'm about to do. 
Nigga, yo, that was Shay Shay. Yeah, Shannon Sharp works on first take, sits across with. <laughs> I love that brother, man. That brother speaks up when he needs to speak up, man. He is a real authentic brother, man. I think his teeth is a little bit too big for his mouth, but that's not good. That's Shay Shay. Man, my boy Shay Shay funny. Man, that boy said, took that Bible. He said, God, forgive me for what I was about to do to her. I don't want that right now. I need a sinner. Man, see, that's pimping. That's pimping. See what I'm saying? That's to see the difference. Now, remember, when Stephen A, I don't know if you guys seen Stephen A, but Stephen A was talking about Latin women. And he was like, this is what I think about Latin women. I love them. Geek. Guy that can never, ever get no pussy, no play if it wasn't for his position and his pay. A guy that could never get no pussy or no play if it wasn't for his position or his pay. It just came off like, damn, Stephen A., what you doing? Cooking and eating, bitches? <laughs> I, I love them. Whoa. This just came off nasty. Like when she, like now, some people would see this is a little bit, this is a little bit spicy, but it's player though. It's player. It's all player. You know what I'm talking about? Shay Shay. Black Mouth in the sea. Man, shit funny to the motherfucker, man. Yeah, man. That's too funny. Yeah. Yeah, this nigga right here, Cole, man. This nigga, Anthony Edwards, is that deal. Dude, Anthony Edwards is that deal. He's that deal. Mid range connects. The only thing that's saving Minnesota is that San Antonio. No, nah, bros, that deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, bros, that deal. This is the end. One of seven from outside the yard, just like the Wolves are. Edwards over to Anderson getting up. No high double screen. Oh, when that jump is, oh, man. oh, because the jumper used to be a little hard on the water. You know what I mean? When Anthony Edwards first came in the league, his jump shot, at least his three-point jump shot, was hard like well water. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, his jump shot was hard like well water, nigga. <laughs> you know, they'd be like, nigga, you walk, nigga, walk. Nigga, 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 she was hard. But if he can start hitting three shots like this, he's almost unguardable. This makes him unguardable. Edwards gonna have to make it happen. The pull up over Whippy. Money. That's why Jake McDaniels is so important. You'd like to see his star rise because right now he's sixth in No. 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 Anthony Edwards. Man, hold on. Indigo Bear Street. Indigo Bear. Edwards drawing a crowd and wisely. No. Finding Gobert. One of the ways that. San Antonio has been able to stay in the game. Eleven second chance points here, but that's the great late pass that time with Rudy. Yeah, that's Vision. That's Vision. So not only is he a slasher, scorer, athletic. Yeah, I mean Vision. Man, give me the ball. We can let this dude run the one. Give him the ball. Give it to Will. You guys ever see that episode of Will Smith when Will Smith played basketball at the school with Carlton and shit, with all the squares who never played basketball? Will brought that Philly shit. Give it to Will. Give it to Will. Give it to fucking Anthony, man. Fuck, we don't need no point guard. Nick, fuck out the way, Conley. The trap coming. Edwards. The pull up. Got it to fall. 
Midrange magician, Mr. Midrange, Mr. Mini. Ooh. That's that Eric Snow shot. You guys, you young niggas remember Eric Snow for the Philadelphia 76ers. He was Mr. Midrange. Nigga, he was the only other person that could score two points other than Allen Iverson. Nigga, Aaron McKee, the Kimbe Matumbo, none of them niggas could do nothing. Put no points on the board ever. It was Eric Snow with that midrange. Nigga, whenever Allen needed a break, they would say Eric Snow hit that midrange. It was that shot right there. Continue. Oh, I thought the jersey was held too. Exactly right. On top like that, it was just so dominant. Oh, great pass, Gobert. I like Rudy Gobert. The That's why I'm saying we don't need him. I like Rudy Gobert. That's why we don't need uh, Anthony or the big Carl Anthony Towns. We don't need him. We should trade him and get better assets. I'm just saying, fam, I've called it. I led the Vikings. I'm leading the Vikings to the promised land. Following. Scoring. He's led Minnesota in scoring in every game. You know, so like he's he's got career highs in all these different categories, but the playmaking. Man, who the swole Joe shit up, man? Who would Joe like talk out here, man? Into the little Damn, scuffle bro. after I'm throwing some money around. Damn, Fuck, bro. man. You know the disappointment. Damn, man. I lost my hat. About 10 minutes later, a kind gentleman just walked over to me. He said, Sir, somebody had changed, adjusted. <laughs> <laughs> this is my problem with people with messages, man. Hey, man, you know, a lot of people have been getting ran up on, man. I want to talk about that, man. Hey, y'all been noticing that? A lot of people have been getting ran up on. Like they ran up on Charleston White at the barbershop. Um, they ran up on Joe Button. A lot of the shit talking people is getting ran up on, nigga. Now the niggas who can fight is okay. Charleston White's all right, nigga. Nigga, hey, nigga, keep his head on the swivel, nigga, ready for whatever. Joe Button's all right, hurt his hand a little bit, but and I, I like to see that. I like to see when people from my generation are all right and unfazed. It didn't seem like Charleston was phased. See, knew the new niggas. They're scared of that. The DJ Academics is the Kai Sinats, the Aiden Rosses. That's their worst day is for somebody to catch them and beat them up in person because they don't know how to come back from that. But from people from my generation, Joe Button, Charleston White, fam, we've gotten our ass beat and went back to school the same day talking the same shit, willing to get in the same fight. You're not going to change. And that's the one thing that we learned about life. Nothing's going to change with an ass whooping. I'm still going to say what I'm going to say. I'm going to do what I got to do. I'm going to be who I got to be. I'm going to crack jokes, nigga. If your shoes was leaning yesterday and that led to us getting in a fight in the lunchroom, we're probably going to get in a fight again when I come back. If your shoes is leaning, nigga, you better have some new shoes on when I come back, nigga, if you don't want to get suspended along with me, nigga. I'm just keeping it a bean, nigga. Yeah, I'm keeping it a buck, niggas. That came with my generation because when I come back to school, nigga, look at them fucking Jordans. I fucked them east sides up, nigga, to quote my nigga B.C., nigga. Them leaning ass shoes, nigga. I'm back on them. We're getting suspended again, nigga. You thought I was scared, nigga. You thought you're going to change the way I'm going to speak and be because of an ass whooping? Nigga, please, nigga. I got my ass whooped this morning. Hey, <laughs> mom, fuck me up for some shit I did last night. Getting my ass ain't nothing new to me. I'm in the process. I like trying to give ass whoopings out, too. That's the process. So I love to see the fact that Joe Button um and charleston white back in action my nigga charleston white in arizona doing movies joe budden wore the tupac bandage and came cracking jokes and it's nothing it's nothing 
It doesn't stop anything. You're not going to shatter me. But the other cats, the DJ Snackademics and the Kai Snacks, you see, he can't even get into it with, he can't even really verbally get into it. DJ Snackademics feels that it's, he, he picks safe battles. That's what's going on with him and Saucy Santana. What's going on with him and Saucy Santana is he finally got into a battle with a group that he's scared of. Saucy Santana representing the LGBTQ, the gays and all of that. So he's in a situation where he just now we see how tough you are. And that's what people are talking about. You want to talk about, you know, all these different females and the the, the, the women that you go at and the street niggas. And, and you made it real clear that you can pick on niggas. One, you know that black males are so poor that it's an economic gap that keeps you guys separated. So you can go in your apartment and ramble and talk about the drill wars and the Chirac wars and fuck you gang niggas and you gang this and fuck that because you know in order for them to move around, they're poor. They can't leave their neighborhood. You understand this. A lot of people do. So you feel that you can pick on the gangsters, right? You can pick on the gang and the poor niggas. But the LGBTQ and Saucy Santana's mafia can get you where your pockets are. I don't need to. I'll get you financially. So now you're scared. And that's how we should start to find out who's bold. When Charleston White was presented with Asians and Jews and us, he talked the same exact way. That's how we should start to understand who's strong and who's weak. I'm just giving you guys an example now. So now DJ Snackademics has totally dodged that bullet. He's going to ignore it. And he's going to stay safe. He's playing the game. And I'm not going to lie. It's very smart. If, if you're not really a person who's really good at engaging in battles, then you want to just have simulated battles that you can win. Don't ever go to real battle, right? You guys see that one movie when the king's son came and they already fought the war and he came on his horse. He was like, what's the battle? And his dad said, son, the battle's already been fought and won. I think it was Gladiator. It's like the battle's already been fun. You're not a fighter. Stop. Why you keep going? Let's simulate. <laughs> We're going to have guys try to attack you who know damn well that they better not stick you. <laughs> Or some guys who just ain't as good as you, right? We're going to go find some homeless guys out there and come put a put a helmet on and stuff and attack my son, even though you don't know the first art about it. And he's going to sit there and look good because he's been training for his whole life and he's mediocre. You're a novice. This is the game that people play. So when you see, I want people to recognize this from now on. So when DJ Snackademics goes after somebody else, they should just hashtag Saucy Santana. Whoever it is, act, you better just be a good little boy from now on. If you ever get in your chair, start spinning around, sipping Hennessy and talking about, man, fuck you. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? Everybody should just hashtag Saucy Santana. I'm going to, that's who I would get. I would pay. I'm going to get Saucy Santana on you, man. He's going to fuck you in your ass. He's going to spit in your butt and fuck you. That's what he said. And you didn't have any reply for that. I at least have a reply. You don't have a reply. You're, you're going to let it. Last thing Saucy said to you, he was going to spit in your butthole and, and fuck it. And you just let that stand. You just got on a plane and went to England and shit and dressed in a bunch of Louis V that looks awkward. If I was Louis V, I would not want you wearing my stuff. No, no. Get at, get my fucking high designer clothes off that slothy, fat, rescue ranger, waka, 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 snackademics body. Get out of my Louis V. Put that on somebody that can actually look good in clothes. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> somebody look good in clothes. But anyway. Yeah, so that's what's going on there. But uh, anyway, that's Twitter, please. That's Twitter, please. I got to put my Twitter, please shit in there, man. That bothers me that I don't have that in there. But um, yeah, thank you guys for rocking with the podcast today. I will see you guys next week. This was fun. I just basically came into Glow. Yeah, this was Gloating Day. I just wanted to say I told you guys so about the Vikings. 
Um, talk a little bit of UFC, do a little bit of Twitter surfing, just to engage with the fans. Make sure you guys click and subscribe if you like. Hit them likes, get them likes up. Click, come into the podcast, share it. If you're listening for an audio experience, um, make sure you engage in the um, interactions. I put questions up. I put polls up. Do you like this? Do you think that DJ Snackademics need to lose three pounds or five pounds? Make sure you guys engage. Five, three, okay? Have enjoyed this experience along with me. And like I said, I'm going to start sending out Revelware to the people, to my listeners, the people who engage with me. As I recognize you, I'm going to start sending you guys hats and sweaters and stuff for free. I'll start sending you guys um, coupon codes so you guys can get discounts, discount codes or whatever. So, yeah, let's take this uh, TNSP to the next level and officially certify me as the king of content in Minnesota. This is Simbali. Don't forget that common sense is the greatest form of currency because that, my friends, can be spent anywhere. I'll holler at y'all later. I'm out.